In episode 15, we're talking about the power of vulnerability. It's hard to put into words the power that comes through when you can see that somebody is sharing from a place of raw authenticity, when they're sharing passionately about something that they want to take a stand on and that they may feel quite uncomfortable standing up and doing that, but they do it anyway. We're talking about the inner power that propels someone to share something they might feel quite vulnerable about, but know that it's important for them to do so. That power that's propelling them is something that shines out when they speak in a space of authentic vulnerability. So if vulnerability is powerful, then it's certainly not a weakness. Welcome to Cultures of Change, the podcast, where we are having conversations about healing our identity. We bring you the strategies and conscious thinking for you to grow your confidence and understand your abilities to create the future that you choose. For much of my life, I carried the feeling that I wasn't Māori enough. Growing up in Australia, disconnected from my country and being immersed in my culture, that was until I realised everything I was yearning for was within me. My mana is my own and I am enough. I'm Erica McCready a proud Māori woman living on Yugambeh land. I'm a cross-cultural communication specialist and have worked with hundreds of First Nations people globally. I'm the co-founder of Cultures of Change and I'm passionate about supporting Indigenous women to find their inner wisdom. These conversations draw on the power and knowledge of the strong women who have walked before us. No mai, haere mai, ko te reo ki a tika, ko te reo ki a rere, ko te reo o tangata whenua. He karoria ki te atua, he karoria ki te tupuna, he whakaaro nui, he aroha nui, ki nga huihuina o te mate, te hunga ora ki te hunga ora, te nga tātou, he mihi ki te tangata whenua o te ao. He mihi ki te tangata whenua nā reo o Yugambe, nā mihi ki a koutou katoa, tēnā nā koutou katoa. Kia ora and welcome everybody. May the language be quality, may the language be frequent, may the language come from an Indigenous worldview. I want to acknowledge our atua, our gods, as I acknowledge our tūpuna, our ancestors, And I want to pay my respects to those that are no longer with us, that are now residing in a sacred place. I also want to acknowledge all of those with us here and all of those around us. A big welcome and acknowledgement to traditional custodians from all around the world, as I also acknowledge the Yugambe language groups, the traditional custodians of the land and seas where I live and work. And a big welcome and thank you to each and every one of you who have tuned in. In episode 15, we're talking about the power of vulnerability. I opened the Voicing Our Visibility campaign video and podcast with that welcome. And it seems fitting for me now to continue it in each episode as we go forward. 
One of the things that came out of the Voicing Our Visibility campaign, and there are many, many beautiful things that came out of that campaign, the growth in itself for me personally was huge. But I also know that the women involved got a lot out of it. They pushed themselves in different ways to voice themselves, to speak up about certain things that have been challenging for them that they wanted to address and share. And so the question, what is it that we choose to challenge, was multi-layered and absolutely had a lot of different aspects to it, different spaces of growth for each and every one of us to push through, to be a part of it. And overall for me, it was well and truly way more than I could have ever expected. Talking about power in vulnerability for this episode seemed fitting for me to start with that particular mihi. It's fitting for me to start speaking in my mother tongue, Te Reo Māori, because as a young Māori girl growing up in Australia, sounding Australian and not being around today or Māori being spoken. It is something that I have always reconnected with at different parts of my life and have found very, very important as part of my identity. And I always thought that if I could speak today or Māori, then I would be completed. I would be properly a real Māori then and I wouldn't be questioned or feel shamed by anybody else. So needless to say, I beat myself up quite a bit for not being able to speak today or Māori fluently. And despite how many times I sought it out and sought teachings and would learn and put myself into it, I felt quite downtrodden for not being able to speak it. One of the things I know now is that I never took into consideration the history and reason why I didn't speak language and I only put it upon myself that it was my failure, my personal failure. And this is part of the healing, my own identity, was recognising that the history of Māori not being spoken in New Zealand and not being taught in schools for a extended period of time and English enforced meant that my nan was not taught Māori because it was the time of assimilating into how New Zealand was operating at that time. And So we didn't have it to hand down. It didn't flow to us the way in which it always had before. But it's not something that I afforded to myself as a reason why I didn't speak. And yet I today now honour that that is part of my history. It is a part of the impact on me today and also my children. But that I can choose to change that for myself and seek out and learn the language of my mother tongue, of my iwi, of my whenua, of my tūpuna, of my 
kaitiaki of my whole papa, and so I am and I'm doing it now and in the past I never would have shared myself speaking today a Māori publicly because I felt like it needed to be perfect. I needed to fully know it, fully understand it, fully be able to converse before I stepped out and that's really a metaphor for lots of things that I did in my life. I needed to be a perfectionist at it before I really showed that I had was building that skill or learning because I saw learning something as being a vulnerability and I saw vulnerability as being a weakness, which it absolutely isn't. There is so much power in showing up uncompleted, showing up vulnerable, because we also show others that they can show up however they choose to. We don't have to have mastered something and we don't have to mask or put a barrier up to showing a part of ourselves that we're deeply passionate about because we feel like we could be shamed or judged. And so when we show up in our vulnerability, that courage and power from within is actually stronger than that fear of judgment and shame because we know that it comes from a deeper place, an authentic, real, inner part of ourselves, and we share for a deeper reason, for a bigger reason and a bigger purpose. And this is me sharing my vulnerability of that not feeling enough, which is what our whole podcast is about. Thanks so much for listening to our Healing Our Identity podcast. Please like and share if you are loving what you are hearing with as many people as possible. If you haven't already seen the outcome of the Voicing Our Visibility campaign, please go to www.healingouridentity.com. You'll find the 30-minute video featuring 11 Indigenous women talking about what it is that they choose to challenge. The theme put forward for this year's International Women's Day 2021. These stories are real and raw and they are the perspectives of Indigenous women sharing what it is they're challenging in this moment. The lessons, the learnings and the perspectives are invaluable and timeless. And I absolutely encourage you to go and check them out for yourself. Thanks again for listening and supporting the Healing Our Identity podcast. But it has now gone up another level, the me seeing the power of what vulnerability can show through this Voicing Our Visibility campaign because I've been able to see it in others, both on screen and off, the behind-the-scenes conversations that were had leading up to the completion of that particular video and podcast were truly vulnerable and really raw. And I want to acknowledge the absolute courage that it took for some of us to share and show up and voice ourselves in that way. Because when we did do that, it was an incredibly powerful moment 
not only as individuals to know that we had followed through with something we were deeply passionate about and wanted to follow through with, but that it was recognised and it has been recognised in feedback that has been coming in about the campaign. So before I go any further, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge each and every one of you that has liked, shared and commented on the Voicing Our Visibility video and podcast. It is absolutely shared amongst the women involved. So this in itself is an encouragement of continuing on despite how vulnerable we may have felt doing it. It's an example of the power behind people receiving our messages through our vulnerability and feeding back to us that they have been inspiring and powerful. Each time we receive that, it is a wave of encouragement to continue on, a wave of encouragement to keep sharing. Maybe there's more to come out. But also it's an acknowledgement in the moment that what we have done with this campaign is being well received, which is such a beautiful thing to hear that our stories resonate with others, with you guys out there. It's hugely encouraging and beautiful. So keep the feedback coming in, keep liking and sharing. We absolutely want to get this out to as many people as possible. And thank you so, so much for supporting us. It felt absolutely fitting to open with that acknowledgements and that welcome in today or Māori because feeling disconnected from language and feeling disconnected from my identity through another level being through the disconnection of language has been a very vulnerable place to be in. Sharing today or Māori with my accent of growing up in Australia with my still learning of the reo and what is coming through and how it comes together is a huge place of vulnerability. I always thought that I wouldn't speak publicly until I'd mastered it, until it was perfect. But this will be a lifelong journey and learning for me And I honour what that is for me in this moment. And I've shared that with you and will continue to share it with you of every single opening to the podcast going forward. We can't perfect something if we don't do it. And each time we are learning or stepping into something or practising something, it's a vulnerable space to be in because we're raw We are absolutely authentically being ourselves and that means that we may not be perfect, we may not fully get it right, but it is more important for me now to share the reo that I do have as I have it with you, honouring the language, honouring my tūpuna, honouring my ancestors and honouring myself And also for those watching who may need that permission for themselves, quite specifically our son, my niece, the next generation. So coming back into the power of vulnerability, I acknowledged how much power is behind vulnerability when I was watching and having behind-the-scenes conversations with some of the women involved in the campaign. When we share authentically about something that we're deeply passionate about, 
that may go against the grain. It may go against the norm. It may not be something that's spoken about in everyday conversation. It can be a vulnerable place to be in. It's a choice you make as to whether or not you're that person who's going to speak up about that thing that's not spoken about, both personally for yourself and also taking a stand and choosing to challenge something around you, whether it's within your personal circles, your personal family, or whether it's in society as a self, systems, the way in which we operate as a society as a whole. It's a vulnerable place to be in to essentially put yourself out there and make a stand about something that could be quite uncomfortable to talk about. When we are talking about something that is real and raw and we're currently in it ourselves but we choose to speak about it anyway, it can be quite an emotional sharing. It can be quite an emotional process that we've talked ourselves up to sharing. We've talked ourselves into finding the courage to do it even though it feels really uncomfortable And even though we may have gone to do it a number of times before and haven't, when we're in something and we're experiencing it and it's uncomfortable, we're processing something, we might have been through some trauma that we are talking about in the process of recovery and healing. It's a vulnerable, vulnerable place to be. It's usually mixed up in lots of emotions and it's not completed. We haven't necessarily come out the other side. I've found it hugely encouraging and inspiring to witness that in someone else. And as I have witnessed that, it has reminded me that there is a lot of power, hope, and raw, authentic wisdom in sharing from a place of vulnerability We reach different people in different areas of life that may have experienced what we're talking about or something similar, but we also reach people that are potentially going through something very similar and giving them some hope and some strength that they can make it through this particular challenge that they're experiencing in this moment. That's the power. When we share from a space of vulnerability, there is so much power in that, that we are putting aside any potential judgment that may come into us, any potential shame that may be attached to talking about uncomfortable truths or things that people prefer not to talk about. And that's what I feel like Choose to Challenge the theme was all about. It got to be as deep and as raw as the person chose it to be. And each and every share is very unique, not only in our Voicing Our Visibility campaign, but in all of women standing out and speaking out around the world. It is International Women's Day theme about what it is they choose to challenge. A beautiful friend sent me this this morning and I'll leave you with this thought. Every time we put something into the world, we give a part of ourselves and it takes courage and clarity. I'll absolutely add that when we choose to vulnerably put ourselves out there into the world, we're choosing to own our own inner power despite any potential shame or judgment and we allow for others 
to do the same for themselves. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Cultures of Change, Healing Our Identity. If you liked this episode and it resonated with you, please share amongst your networks so we can get the message out to more women who need to hear it. Please tag me in any shares on Facebook or Instagram at Cultures of Change and feel free to reach out, message me or check out our website www.culturesofchange.com.au. Remember to like and subscribe to our podcast so you know when our next new episode is out. Thank you so much for joining me for these conversations. I love having you here and I look forward to seeing you in the next one.